Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. (laughs) I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. John Jastrzemski. Sports Radio 101.9 FM. And Sports Radio 66. WFAN. All righty. Let's roll, baby. It's 7.02 here on this uh, Friday evening. It's TJ John Jastrzemski. We'll be taking you through the next four hours right here on the fan. Get aboard. I want to hear from you at 877-337-6666. We have the man of many talents. He's multitasking every which way. He's back in our New York studios on the other side of the glass. My brother Pete Hoffman. You got that. Got Mr. Met. They got the updates at the top of every hour. And we are with you up until... 11 o'clock at night. Then it will be the schmooze, Stevie Summers. He's coming your way then, the fan right here in New York City. And my goodness, what a wonderful time to be alive knowing that we have baseball back in our lives, that we have Garrett Cole for the Yankees and Jacob DeGrom for the Mets pitching a whole lot of baseball games that I'm going to watch and a whole lot of baseball games that I'm going to be talking about on a night-in-and-night-out basis. That is something that I absolutely love. That is one of the elements that has kind of allowed me and has helped me to push through these last three and a half, four months. And, you know, you think about it. From a Yankee standpoint last night to a Met standpoint this afternoon, opening day basically went off without a hitch and... I don't think it could have gone any better for the two New York teams. And two things are for certain when it comes to the New York Mets as a franchise. Number one, Jacob DeGrom at home against the Atlanta Braves tends to pitch masterful baseball games and gets absolutely nothing when it comes to run sport. The other given that comes to the New York Mets is that when they play on opening day, doesn't matter if it's March, April, in this case, July, history tells us 
they're going to have a pretty damn good chance of winning the ballgame. And sure enough, on opening day, both of those exact scenarios played out. You got five dominant, masterful, Jacob DeGrom shutout innings. And of course, Jacob DeGrom leaves the game after five innings, and it's scoreless. And in watching Mike Soroka do his thing for the Atlanta Braves, and I know our buddy Professor Johnny Massey, who's a big Braves fan, was all over this when he came on during college football. How in the world did the Braves not start Soroka? twice in their five-game series against the Cardinals. I, I know it was seven, eight months ago. I totally get that. But, like, it, it dawned on me watching Mike Soroka mow through the Met lineup. And, yeah, the Mets hitting some bad luck. McNeil hitting the rope at Freddie Freeman in the first inning. Ends up being a double play. Ender Enciarte, who we know has this knack for making spectacular catches against the New York Mets. He put on a clinic once again in center field. And you did see... The noticeable difference, I believe, between a team like the Atlanta Braves in the field and a team like the New York Mets. I mean, the Atlanta Braves, they, with the exception of Marcelo Asuna, who's a little bit of a butcher on the outfield, I mean, they got a whole lot of guys who can make plays, whether it's Dansby Swanson over at shortstop, whether it's Ender Enciarte in center field, whether it's Freddie Freeman at first base. That is just a very, very solid defensive team. But offensively, this was a game in which both teams did a whole lot of nothing. And as the game goes on, and one of the storylines of last year that plagued the Mets over and over and over again. And for me, it's my biggest takeaway from this game. And no, we'll get to you on assessments in a minute. But my biggest takeaway from this game is that the Mets get five innings of work out of DeGrom. Only get five innings out of DeGrom because of the pitch count, because of the back. Luis Rojas and company wanted to take it easy on Jacob DeGrom. Although I think anybody who was watching that game could have told you that without hesitation, Jake could have gone out and pitched the sixth inning. He could have. Mets playing the cautious, first game of the year. Sure, whatever. But what you got is four really impressive innings out of the Mets bullpen. Two shutout from Seth Lugo including Lugo working out of that jam with a runner on third and less than two outs. And I know a lot of people figured Matt Adams, who left the Mets organization a week ago, inserted in the starting lineup wearing an Atlanta Braves uniform. It was going to be a given that Matt Adams was going to get you. Well, he had his chance. He failed. He also had a chance in the ninth inning where he also failed. But you got two good innings out of Lugo. I was surprised, personally, they went to Justin Wilson in the eighth inning because I saw Dylan Patances warming up, and I figured, all right, new reliever, you know, big-time reliever. All those years with the New York Yankees, they were going to go to Dylan Patances. But Justin Wilson last year, when the Mets got their season back on track, Seth Lugo and Justin Wilson, for my money, were two of the big reasons why. Because those guys really came in and solidified things in the back half of the bullpen. They did tremendous work. Wilson did a great job. They end up pitching to Ronald Acuna in the top half of the eighth inning. And I was a little surprised. Then you see the splits for Ozzie Albies when he's a right-handed batter or a left-handed batter. And look, Luis Rojas pushed the right button. And it ended up being an overwhelming success. It ended up being a no-brainer because Ronald Acuna, like many other Atlanta Braves, 
struck out. But then you get to Edwin Diaz. The Mets have a lead. You're going into the ninth inning. And how many of you seeing Albies, Freeman, Osuna are fearing the worst? As a guy who maybe threw a couple of shekels down on the Mets today, I was not overly confident. I might have been shaking a little bit watching that ninth inning, especially when Freddie Freeman 3-0, and and I was shocked he swung because Edwin Diaz was not close on any of the pitches. Freeman missed what would have been a game-tying home run maybe by about eh, half a second as he pulled in that Coca-Cola deck. I think that's what they call it these days. No longer the Pepsi porch. I know they changed the sponsorship, so it'll drive you to drink, but I think it was the Coca-Cola deck if we keep in score at home. But it was a foul ball into that second deck. He ends up walking, but to Diaz's credit, he gets Osuna. The slaughter was looking nasty. He gets Matt Adams, and he has something that he can look at now as a confidence builder. And we talked about this yesterday with Giancarlo Stanton. For guys that are under the media scrutiny of being a New York athlete, Stanton having all of those reporters in front of him. Diaz last year and the way he failed. You got to wonder, for a guy like that, the best thing that could happen to him is not having to deal with the scrum reporters. Guarantee he came into that game and it's one nothing. Normal opening day at City Field. There would have been groans. There might have been a couple of boos. There would not have been this overwhelming sense of positivity. And that obviously changed, well... If you go out and perform. Is that maybe the next time there are fans in the stands, they'll be treating Edwin Diaz in a much different light. So I thought for me, him getting off to a good start, him stabilizing the ninth inning is going to make the rest of that Met bullpen that much better. From Batances to Familia to Lugo to Wilson, on and on we go. Now, we get to the offensive storyline of the game. And it's pretty crazy. That despite the fact that Yolanda Cespedes has not played in a big league game before today, you'd have to go all the way back to July of 2018 when Yolanda Cespedes, I remember, was playing at Yankee Stadium. I remember the Mets handled that whole situation terribly. I remember being on TV that night. I remember watching the game. Uh, it was a Friday night at Yankee Stadium. It was just a nightmare. I remember it was a total, total nightmare with Cespedes. But one thing we know about this player, despite the injuries, despite his, at times, very aloof and very ornery type behavior, there's a certain flair for the dramatic that Yoannis Cespedes has always had as a member of the New York Mets. And it really started when he got traded from the Detroit Tigers back in 2015 and how he helped carry the Mets to a division title that year. The Mets do not win the division if it was not for Cespedes performing the way that he did and in many ways putting on that Superman cape. 2016, he did the same thing. Later in the year, Mets were under 500, carried them to a wild card spot. And if you look at that team the Mets brought into the wild card game in 2016, I mean, the lineup was just got awful. So it was basically as Drupal Cabrera and Yuenes Cespedes and not a whole lot else. 
I don't know how much she has left in the tank. But I think the Mets took a page out of my playbook in using him as designated hitter. It made perfect sense to take a guy like Cespedes. You know he's hobbling around. You know, moving in the outfield for him could be a very, very dicey proposition. But just let him go and go about his business and let him hit. Hits the go-ahead home run in the bottom half of the seventh inning. A moonshot, might I add. Certainly not a cheapie off of Chris Martin. If Cespedes can be two-thirds of the guy he was in 2015 or 2016, that is such a major boost in lengthening out the Met lineup. It's a major, major boost. I don't know how much he can play. I don't know how many home runs he's going to give you. But hey, first game of the year, it's a go-ahead home run. I would rather Cespedes be in the lineup as a DH than not be there at all. So I wonder if the Met fan who maybe didn't like the idea that the National League adopting the designated hitter might be singing a different tune when you're watching Joanna Cespedes do his thing. Tell you this, I'd rather watch Joanna Cespedes hit than Rick Porcello or Michael Walker or Jacob DeGrom or Steven Matz. And I don't care how good a quote-unquote hitting pitcher they may be. Because a professional hitter is a professional hitter. So from the bullpen doing the job, Cespedes with a go-ahead homer, Luis Rojas from bullpen management to making the defensive switch. And I was talking about this with our buddy Mike Fliegelman, who was texting me back and forth throughout the game. That hit and run in the eighth inning with Camargo up at the plate, if Robbie Cano is at second base, I, for one, am not certain that Robbie Cano is able to recover, get back to that baseball, and make the play. Not totally sold on that. But even making a defensive mood, bullpen, everything was coming up Mets. That usually tends to happen on opening day. Unfortunately, you couldn't get Jacob DeGrom a win, but hey, that's kind of par for the course in his Met career. That's basically Jacob DeGrom's Met career in a nutshell. But now we will see with the Mets after DeGrom what this rotation will look like. Starting with Mats tomorrow, then Porcello on Sunday, then Waka Monday against the Boston Red Sox. Fifth starter without Marcus Stroman. Who the hell knows who you're running out there? The Mets are a deeper offensive team. We've talked about this all offseason. The DH has helped them in that regard. The emergence of guys like J.D. Davis, Rosario coming on, Alonzo and McNeil being household names. Mets have a deep lineup. You know, you're looking up and down at Mel lineup. This is one of the deeper regular season lineups they've run out in quite a while. But after Jake, now we will see as they go through a turn in the rotation how it will shake out, how they will find a way to do the job, and how they'll match up with the other teams in the National League East. But I do believe it was very important for the Mets get this first one right out of the gate. And if they could take two out of three from the Braves... I think that's an important message to send right out of the gate because this Braves team has beat them every which way. They've beat them at City Field. They've beat them down in Atlanta. They've kind of been a thorn in the Mets' side. And you want to show that you got a legitimate shot of winning this division. 
that's a team you got to find a way to beat. And I could guarantee it is. No knock on Steven Matz, but when he's on the mound later on tomorrow afternoon, I don't think you're going to see that Atlanta Brave lineup strike out, what, 14 or 15 times in a game. But when you got Jacob DeGrom on the mound, you got to win those games. And didn't get run support for five innings. Bullpen does its job. Cespedes does his job. And the Mets, like they do more often than not, find a way to win the first one. Now let's see if they can set a tone against the Braves the rest of the weekend. 7-17 here on this Friday early evening. A little late happy hour with Janji Stremski right here on the fan. Get a port 877-337-6666. We got Met opening day reaction to get to. Couldn't have drew it up any better as far as I'm concerned. We said the exact same thing about the Yankees yesterday. We got a lot more on that. We got Nick coaching news. We got Jamal Adams news. Very busy show. Get it all rolling right after this. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.